Welcome to the cockpit. My name's Ryan and I'll be your pilot tonight. Boys and girls, I'm oh so excited to hear what you guys have to say about the situation surrounding our New York Jets, the state of the team, and our quarterback, and what we do going forward. We just heard from Robert Sala. He's not non-committal towards Zach Wilson starting this week. Now, we're going to run this the same way we do every week. I'm going to start phone calls at 8.30. I'm going to give you my thoughts till then. We'll talk to the chat a little bit. Uh, and I'll give you my thoughts after having like a day to digest everything here. Uh, I do have a poll in the live chat if you want to get in on that. Who should start versus the Bears? Zach Wilson, Joe Flacco, Mike White, Chris Strebler. That is the poll question. Uh, tonight's topics, nice and simple. You can give me some thoughts on, on yesterday's game, but I don't think there's a whole lot of actual action in the game, so I think we'll talk about like the main big subjects here. Who should start at quarterback versus the Bears? Who is the starter in 2023? So when you call in, those are going to be the two topic questions that I'd like to discuss. Try to keep this on, uh, on track a little bit here. We'll go till 10 o'clock. Uh, you get three minutes on the clock, and after three minutes... You're out of here! Love that chicken. All right. Who we got in the chat? I see Tommy P, Mo, Joe S, Lucas, Twisted, Squirmy, Jalen, John Alexander over on Facebook. What's up, dude? All right. If you're just hopping in, make sure you hit that like button. Have a few things to talk about. We heard some not-so-great comments from Zach Wilson after the game. Definitely left uh, a little bit to be desired. It's, you know, the, the way he answered the questions, I'm not sure he meant it maliciously. I think this is more a, you know, just a, I don't know. It's just, I don't want to call him privileged, but, like, if it feels like he hasn't had to go through much adversity. Um... And like it just quarterbacks should know how to answer these types of questions, especially when you have nine completions. And we had 10 punts, <laughs> nine completions, 10 punts. Come on. This is the NFL 2023. You got to be able to score points. I understand the weather conditions were not ideal, but your adversary from your draft class on the other side of the field had 22 or 23 uh, completions. We have the guys. I think what got me fired up the most, and yesterday I was probably a little too aggressive towards Michael LaFleur. I was looking at a lot of the plays today, uh, or I shouldn't say a lot of plays, but looking at a, a few key plays throughout yesterday. A lot of them posted by Michael Nania. Head over to his Twitter. Uh, he's got some great stuff. Um, but over on uh, his page, he has a few few plays. There's one where Denzel Mims is literally running wide open in the center of the field. Zach's looking at him. He's running in for what would be a touchdown. And I think it's the play where Zach runs for like six yards on the left-hand side. I think that was the play it was. Brutal. Absolutely brutal. I'm going to move this up into this corner over here. Where does my little three pop up? Somewhere right here, right? Yeah. Let's go. We'll do that. 
All right. So you guys see the, you know, the topic questions, answer the poll question. Um, so where was I? We were talking about uh, Zach Wilson, the completions, or lack thereof, and then the answering questions afterwards. Like, and then hearing from other guys, like the body language on the field from the staff, from the players, everyone knew it. The fans sitting in the stands, the fans sitting at home. Watch that final drive, two minutes left, you hid your quarterback. That's what it was. You were afraid to let him make the critical mistake. And we saw the one pass, you know, out to the right-hand side, which leads me to believe they were doing the right thing by trying to hide him. Uh, it just sucks because that's not a way to win in the NFL. Brian drops in. Brian says, Zach Wilson throws an interception. Booze drowned the stadium as the crowd quiets. Wild thing starts to play. And Mark Sanchez walks out of the major league, <laughs> walks out of the tunnel, major league style, eating a hot dog to thunderous applause. I, oh, man, could you, there's no way I would have thought that Zach Wilson would be the worst quarterback that we've drafted in the last 15 years. Aside from Hackenberg, because Hackenberg didn't play. Um, like, Gino, Darnold, Sanchez, <laughs> all better. Just brutal. The guy's got so much talent. Like, I still, I stand by the fact that I think he's the most physically gifted quarterback that we've had. Um, but there is part of me that's like, man, I wonder what this team could have looked like with Sam. It's frustrating, right? I still think it's the right move. I think it was the right move to take a quarterback and to draft, uh, whether it be draft Zach or draft someone else. But uh, it was the right move to move on from Sam Darnold when we did. But, you know, always thinking about that. Imagine if we had Gino right now. <laughs> Gino's balling out over in Seattle. Everaldo says, if Zach starts, he's getting booed on Sunday. Uh, if he starts, which I think he will. I do believe he starts this Sunday versus the Bears. Uh, I think the fans won't boo him until the first incompletion. And if the first pass is not a completion, you'll hear the boos. If he throws one in the dirt, if he throws one like aggressively high, you'll start to hear it. It's going to come through. It'll be audible on the television and it's going to get to his head. It's going to get to him. And by halftime, if he's not performing well against the 30th ranked defense or whatever the bears are right now. And remember they had their key defenders up until like three weeks ago. They've traded them all away. And then Justin Fields may not even play. Like, this is what sucks. Like what if we win next week and it's like Zach has another hundred yard game and like 15 completions or 12 completions. Like what happens? <laughs> I'm not going to feel better about the quarterback situation. And it's like, okay, is it swept under the rug because we won and they just hope, like, everyone forgets? I, like, as much as I give some credit to Zach for how he played against Buffalo versus how he played against game one of the Patriots, his, his accomplishment for the Bills game was not making a mistake <laughs> or not making critical mistakes. Like... That shouldn't be the threshold of a of a franchise quarterback. It's an important trait to have, don't get me wrong. But, like, you gotta do something in the air, dude. 
got to do something in the air. And I think if he uh, throws one in the dirt, throws one high, he's going to get booed. Mr. Downtown, if Elijah kept quiet, uh, he would have came out right. Look, uh, I think the fan base, by and large, outside of maybe just a, a small percentage of, of fans, I think a lot of us are more on Elijah Moore's side at this point. I don't like the way he handled it. And I think, you know, you know, there's there's some immaturity there for sure. And there's some, some I don't want to say a pattern of behavior, but there was some stuff at Old Miss. I, I didn't like the celebration uh, that cost his team the game. I didn't like, you know, the throwing of the helmet and the AVT thing that that we saw um, when all the trade stuff came out. There was some video of him throwing his helmet on the sideline, like, I think it was last year. So there, there's some stuff there. And I think there was probably something brewing for a while. And it sounds like because, I mean, let's face it, Denzel Mims wanted to trade. I mean, he wasn't going to see the field. But uh, Garrett Wilson mentioned Joe Flacco's arm and how it's nice not trying to catch a pass that's going 100 miles an hour all the time. And then you see all the Elijah Moore stuff. And then, like, we start seeing more and more of the Zach stuff. Like, I can I can go back and look at those games and say, okay, look, they were clearly won by Brees, clearly won by our defense. But Zach missed seven weeks, and you got to give him time. And I think the time was this three-game stretch. It's the division. It's Patriots, Bills, by Patriots. You had two weeks to prepare. Came out flat. Um, but Elijah Moore, I would say most people are probably on his side at this point. Uh, Joe S says, Brees Hall was the biggest loss this year. Yeah, him going down even, I mean, I, at the time I would have said AVT was the bigger loss, but I think it's it's pretty clear the offense can't get going right now. Um, but I'm not sure if that would be the same with, I'm not sure if that would be any different with Brees. Like, I think teams are still going to sell out against the run and you know, it just, I guess there's a higher percentage chance that he breaks a tackle or, you know, is a step faster than someone. But I, this this team is just rough. If your quarterback can't throw, the entire defense knows what's coming. It's it's ugly. Uh, Blitzkrew says, Zach equals modern day Ryan Leaf. I mean, you got to consider it. It sucks because he's he doesn't seem like a bad kid. Like, it's not like he's into drugs or drinking and like he's like an off the field problem. He really hasn't been. It's It's been all on the field. Um, aside from, you know, maybe the, the banging moms thing, <laughs> but, um, uh, is he a modern day Ryan Leaf? You, what sucks is I saw a stat of like the first 20 games from Jamarcus Russell on the first 20 games from Zach Wilson. And they are like stupid close. <laughs> it's really, really like gut wrenching. And when you have a, a 20 game sample size, granted the entire sample size from last year, is slightly tainted because, you know, the offensive line was still rough. The, uh, we were still getting healthy. There was a lot of injuries. We didn't have a defense. Like, oh, there, there's a lot of things that went into last year's evaluation. So I feel like this is a clear evaluation year, but it feels like we're regressing. It doesn't see, seem like we're getting the, uh, I don't know, the full, full thing from Zach right now. Uh, Lloyd, Rich Eisen, looked up the numbers. Zachary's career and stats are mirroring Jamarcus Russell. Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> so I, I didn't even see Rich Eisen's thing. I saw that he posted something. I really got to like uh, go back and watch. I really like Rich Eisen a lot. He's probably my favorite Jet fan, like celebrity dude. Um, but yeah, the, Jamarcus Russell. I mean, I'm not, I don't want to put Jamarcus Russell and Zach Wilson in the same conversation as far as like personalities because they – gave Jamarcus Russell a blank DVD to have him watch tape. And they asked him, 
what did you think of the game tape? And he goes, I think we got this. It's going to be good. It was blank. <laughs> he had no idea. Uh, I don't think I don't think Zach's, you know, that lackadaisical. I think he is uh, still a student of the game. I mean, he got his receivers together in the offseason. Like, he does a lot of things right. It's just the, the whole football thing's a little bit hard for him. Uh, Blitzkrieg says, Zach's role model, Aaron Rodgers, makes you think, yeah, it's one that I did look into, and I looked at the contract, and I don't know how they make it work, because if if Aaron Rodgers is traded, it would be like a $75 million cap hit for the for the Packers, and it would be just an enormous amount of money to to just eat. He, he had an enormous signing bonus, so his, his contract this year and next year, I think he's only getting paid like on the books, if traded, like $1 million next year, so it's, it's stupid cheap, um, but the... The issue is his signing bonus is so big, the dead cap hit in one year for them would just obliterate, you know, their roster. They'd have to get rid of everyone. So unless there's like maybe a renegotiation or there's some way to stretch out the the signing bonus or I don't know. I feel like the Packers are kind of stuck with Rodgers. And I don't know how much I want Rodgers. Um, it's interesting because I do think our team is – is really good. I think we're a quarterback away. It depends what it would cost to get him, I think. That's where I'm at. The money I'm not as concerned about because if you're going all in, as long as he's committed for three years or two years even, like I'm, I could live with that. Um, there's going to be a lot of conversations about a lot of different players coming up. Uh, Knobcraft. Sunday will be Zach Wilson's funeral at MetLife. He's getting booed the second he takes the first snap and there's nothing that's going to stop it from happening. Manziel 2.0 will be gone forever. Um, I don't think of him as Manziel. Manziel was definitely an off-the-field nightmare. Um, but I do think he's absolutely going to get booed. He's he's going to have a rough game. I, I, I don't have confidence based on anything that I've seen this year outside of the fourth quarter of the Steelers game that he's going to be able to turn it around. Um, he's last in, like, every statistical category. He's just not throwing to open wide receivers. Um, I do think he's going to get booed. I don't think it's going to be at the first snap. It's going to be at the first um, incompletion, which may be the first snap <laughs> unfortunately it's gonna be a long day though definitely uh, a long day uh joe s says if zach is a bust does jd take a hit for it yeah i mean you can ding him for it but i think his resume speaks for itself and you look at all the players that he has drafted and he has more hits than not and i think he has a higher percentage of hits than other gms you look at his waiver wire pickups his trades his free agent acquisitions and you you, you weigh everything together um and I think this coaching staff, based on the way that other quarterbacks have performed under it, under it like Mike White, Joe Flacco, Josh Johnson, um, Kenny Pickett, uh, Desmond Ritter, both those guys in the Senior Bowl, those quarterbacks were able to produce in this system like over 300 yards. I think this is the quarterback's issue, and in a year that was you know, maybe adjusted because of COVID and everything going on, I can understand why the evaluation process was so weird. And there's a lot of guys that had opted out that made the grading process a little little more stressful, like Trey Lance. He only played one game his final year in college. Zach Wilson is coming from a, you know, not a, not a huge school in BYU, not one of like the SEC teams. So I think there's... You know, you, you go all in for the, the athletic upside and it bit you in the butt. But I'm not I'm not burnt up about it because it's not like we traded up to get him. We used our original pick. And as much as it really burns to lose the number two overall pick, it's it's a little 
less egregious in in my mind, I think, because you're losing one pick versus like a haul of picks. Um, Stifler's mom says, we should check out Kyler's situation in Arizona. I think the Cardinals would be interested. Kyler can do everything and more that Zach can do, and this organization can handle a personality like that. Hmm. Kyler Murray. What does his contract look like? Did he get a contract? Or was he just trying to get a contract? I don't particularly like Kyler. I think he is good. I think he's really accurate. Um, so he's got a contract. Yeah, I guess he got a contract, but it's, yeah, they're not going to be able to trade him. He's got a big cap hit too. Um, if they cut him, they wouldn't be able to trade him until like 2025. Um, yeah, I think that's what it is. Jeez, that is an ugly contract. But you have him signed for a long time. So you think he would have been signed 2022, 2023 would have been his fifth year option. So you basically got a two-year extension out of it before his, you know, I mean, it'll be $50 million. I, I don't think that's happening. I don't think Kyler coming over here is realistic. Um, it would be interesting, though. I think he's really, really accurate. And I think it's uh, that type of quarterback would be fine. I just don't know how much I want, like, another small guy. I, I kind of want a big-bodied quarterback. Uh, Eric T says, if your leading rusher is your quarterback with 26 yards, what is the problem? It's so I, I mentioned this in my post game or my five takeaways video. And it's that the running game with Michael Carter and James Robinson had under two yards per touch. That is not good. You can't have that. But I don't believe that's a reflection on the running backs and the offensive line. I think it's more of a reflection on the fact that Zach Wilson was unable to hit any wide receivers. The conditions with the wind allowed it so that, you know, the Jets weren't taking a lot of deep shots and it allowed the Patriots to stack the box. And they said, hey, we want the second year quarterback to beat us. He couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. Um, so I, I blame it more on Zach than I do the rest of the running back room. You can let me know if that's right or wrong. Uh, put Clemens in at quarterback. <laughs> I feel like Clemens could play any any position. Guy's just an animal. Hexen. White threw eight interceptions in four games. He isn't what some fans think he is. If they are going to sit Wilson, they should play Strevler, in my opinion. He played better than White in preseason against the same players. I... I like the excitement that Strevler brings because of the play style that he has. Um, I'm sort of with you on, on the Mike White stuff. I do think Joe Flacco will be the quarterback if a change has to be made. I think there's a reason you started him for three games at the beginning of the season. The wide receivers already have some type of connection with him to some extent because they went through seven weeks with him through training camp in the first three weeks. So I, I, I would be surprised if White was the quarterback. Um... We'll see how it all plays out here in the next few days. Sounds like Wednesday is when we're going to find out. Uh, Edward Ziff, uh, then I'll get to Candle Jack in just a second. Edward Ziff says, Rogers for two years, let Zach sit and learn. He's too raw. Um, I like the idea of letting Zach sit for a year. I really do, because I think you can let him sit, but it has to be a quarterback that's, you know, if he plays up to that level or better, we're going to go places. So someone like a David Carr or a, a Dirk Carr, someone like a Jimmy Garoppolo, someone like, I hate to say it, I said it before, 
I said a few weeks ago, you guys didn't want to hear it. Tom Brady, it's going to come up. It's going to come up. I'm telling you. Zach Wilson sitting behind Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers uh, for a year. Brady's not going to cost you anything except for money. I don't like it. It would be kind of nice to watch like Patriot fans have to watch the Jets win a Super Bowl with their old quarterback that they cherish and covet. Like sort of like how we watched Revis, only it's different because we didn't win a Super Bowl and they have six anyway or whatever. Um, I would prefer Garoppolo. That's Garoppolo or, or Carr are the two that I would I would eye. And I just Carr to me doesn't feel like he's getting moved. My buddy seems to think that the Raiders are going to to blow it up. He's a a big time Raider fan, and I just I don't I don't get that vibe. We'll see. Uh, Candle Jack says, I don't think benching Zach equals he is a bust. He may have always needed time. He might have always been a project. Sucks he was the number two pick, but I'd keep him. Yeah, I don't think it, it makes sense to, to get rid of him, but I do think you have to bring in a veteran that will likely start next year. Um, and then you probably don't exercise Zach's fifth year option going into year four, and you allow him to try and just, you know, he's going to have to prove it then. It depends what quarterback comes in for competition. If it's someone like Garoppolo or Carr, you're probably looking to then move uh, Zach Wilson at some point. And then if it's someone like, you know, Rodgers or a Tom Brady or, you know, some older veteran type quarterback, um, I don't know. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen him sit, but that wasn't really uh, in the cards, unfortunately. Uh, Omega. Omega says, Joe D did a great job, answered every other question, but he chose wrong at quarterback. Zach is not the guy. Good thing we got a great scenario, a quarterback's dream. I think we should go for Derek Carr in 2023. I really like Derek Carr. Uh, someone was telling me the he's not good in cold weather games. and I don't actually know what his stats are in cold weather games. That's something I'm going to have to look up. I would say Derek Carr provides... Um, a higher ceiling, but a lower, hmm, I don't know if I'd say a lower floor than Garoppolo. I think Garoppolo is like a very high floor and a relatively low ceiling, but that might be exactly what we need. Derek Carr's probably more of like a, could have a, a lower floor, but a much higher ceiling. Um, I do like that option. I don't know what you have to give up to get him. And they just got, uh, Devontae Adams. So I feel like Carr might be upset. It seems like he really, really likes playing with Adams. And I, I don't know if I want to like not piss off a quarterback, but like I kind of don't want to. I don't know. You understand what I'm saying? I think I'm trying to say that right. Uh, guys, we got 261 votes in our live poll in the live uh, chat. If you want to answer this question, who should start for the Bears or who should start for the Jets versus the Bears? Zach Wilson, Joe Flacco, Mike White, Chris Shreveler. You can look and see what the percentages are and vote in the live chat. Uh, Kevin C says, Joe Douglas on Becton and Wilson, two first round misses. Yeah, but he also has AVT, Sauce, Garrett Wilson, uh, Jermaine Johnson, and you could argue Brees Hall and Elijah Moore as hits. Um, Elijah Moore obviously not getting involved, but I don't think it's necessarily a talent issue. Uh, and Brees obviously got hurt, but... They were, you're talking like, are you going to get a knock Joe Douglas for, you know, Brees and Elijah Moore being three picks into the second round and not being considered first round picks? Like you're talking, what is that? Seven, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 
eight eight first round picks if you want to include Elijah Moore and Brees Hall in his three years, and you're calling two of the eight bad. That's actually that's cool. <laughs> I'll take a 75 hit rate in the first round, um, considering where our first round picks are. Um, I see what you're saying. Beckton hurt. I would have. I when you go back to the live stream that we had for that draft, all of us were calling for Werfs. We were hoping for Werfs to be the, uh, the the tackle there. Going with the left tackle. Don't hate the move. There were some red flags a little bit before the draft, um, but still had some concerns. Wilson. It, it seemed by all accounts Wilson was the number two quarterback. If we had taken Fields, I'd be fine with that too. I do like Fields. I don't think he's gonna be the passer right away. Like I think he's gonna rely on his physical attributes for a little bit until it all starts to click. Um, not dissimilar from like Lamar. Um, build the offense around him, build it up the right way, and I think you'll have a really, really successful quarterback. Um, and I don't like Mac Jones, and I don't like, well, I like Trey Lance. I thought he was a really talented quarterback. Just sucks with all the injuries. Uh, Blitz Crew says, Jordan Love. I don't want Jordan Love. Uh, Dylan Murray says, so I've been trolling master at work since his videos dropped and that bum blocked me on his socials. When are you going on the round table again? Uh, I think I'm going on the round table. Are they doing it Wednesday? I think I'm doing it Wednesday with him. I think I'm coming on. Um, he's actually going to come on for the first few minutes of tomorrow's talking jets panel as well. Uh, I went on with him, Richie and Patriots global on the AFC East round table on Friday. And we talked about it and we're like, okay, hey, when after the game, win or lose, we'll both come on, take our lumps. Um, and look, I'm I'm still happy with I shouldn't say I'm not, I'm not happy with the way the Jets played, but like I don't necessarily feel like the Patriots were the better team. Like I felt like Zach was the liability. Like if you have below average quarterback play from Zach, I think we win that game. Um, but we'll get into it with him tomorrow. Uh, Daniel, thank you so much, says, we always said average quarterback play wins us those games and White is average, is as average as they come. And I would hate if the coin has us losing the Pats, uh, losing to the Pats in the AFC championship. Ugh. if we get a third crack at the Patriots and it's in the playoffs, I would be so happy. <laughs> One, because we made the playoffs and two, because I really think we should beat them. And I think after losing twice in the same year, <laughs> You gotta be able to to get it the third time. If you don't, you're just look. You're the worst team. I, I there's no. I don't really have much of a leg to stand on at this point. Uh, but I do think we were the better team for the most part. Uh, Michael Miller says, "Do you think the possible benching Salah's decision based on evaluation or reaction to mutinous grumblings in the locker room, or a little of both? I think it's a little bit of both. Um, Zach was clearly bad." in the last few games, really all season outside of the, the Steeler game. But there was like, you know, little, little bright spots, not nothing explosive, but enough where you didn't have to pull him because you could, you could at least lean on like your winning kind of a thing. Um, but I do think a big, big reason was because of all the noise from the media, all the noise from the, the players, there's there, the way the fans are feeling right now, the players at least feel that I think they know more about what's going on. So there's a little more nuance to it, but I think, it's not unreasonable to to believe that the players are feeling the, the same way. And you have to hold players accountable. And I like what Joe Douglas is doing because I think it sends a message to Zach like, hey, look, you're being put on watch. You're the number two overall pick, but you're not above it. 
Like, if you're going to play bad and you're going to cost us games, we, we're going to have to put someone else in. And I think having that little bit of a panic maybe allows him to play a little bit better this week. That's where I'm hoping it all goes. Raymond says, Mike White didn't have the weapons when he played last year. Like this uh, would be interesting to see what he could do. I look. I'm, if they decide to play White, I'm okay with it. I just I think they're going to go with Flacco. I think if they wanted to play White now, they would have played White earlier in the season. Um, Edward Ziff says, "What about Gardner Minshew? He's good and cheap. I like Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew should have been brought in this year or at the trade deadline. I don't want to go into next season." having a quarterback competition of Gardner Minshew and Zach Wilson, because you are now wasting prime years, potentially, if this flops, um, of Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson, Sauce Gardner. Like they, Realistically, this defense is not going to be as good as it was this year. It, it, defensive performance is very hard to translate year over year. Offensive performance, you can kind of make up for some of that. Um, but we're going to be, there's a realistic shot. We're losing guys like Rankins, like Lawson, like Curry, like uh, Quincy Williams, like Quan Alexander. And I don't know how the Jets replace that kind of production. Um, obviously, I hope we resign some of them. Hopefully some of them restructure. But uh, I think for next year, if you're going to go all in, you have to go all in. Like go and make a move. Go get Lamar Jackson. Go get uh, a Garoppolo or a Carr you know, Rogers, Brady, like there's a lot of names you can throw out there to a lesser extent. You could look at like James Winston. You could look at Ryan Tannehill. Those are not super high up on my list, but those are acceptable options. I think because if Zach beats those guys out, then I think we're at least headed in the right direction. And I would be a little bit more comfortable. Uh, Joe S says big setback. Cause Joe Douglas drafted Zach Wilson to be the franchise. I don't think, I mean, it, look, it's a big setback because your quarterback didn't hit. And you, you have to give the quarterback two, three years. Um, the only issue is we are so good right now <laughs> that we've we, we've flubbed it up. And now we are like, okay, shit, now we got to get a quarterback. And we're going to go, I think we're going to go out and get a veteran. I don't think we're going to draft one. We might draft one in like the third or fourth round. I would advise that. Even if you get one of these younger guys like a car or Garoppolo, just let them sit behind. Learn and learn and learn and learn. And in three years, four years, you let them come in or they, 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 they step in during the preseason, they step in in uh, little spots, maybe for winning, uh, get a few reps, and then maybe you have a tradable asset or a, a, a backup plan in, in case something goes sideways. Dylan Murray says, can't wait, you don't celebrate third place that hard. Um, oh, is that what the Patriots are? <laughs> I'll be honest, I, I didn't really care, I don't know, I didn't care what the Patriots did, it just it sucked the way it lost. Uh, Brian says, sadly, I think, Sadly, I can't think of a backup quarterback in the league that wouldn't be an upgrade from Zach at this point. I, I don't want to say a backup quarterback, but what's scary is like, I shouldn't say scary. It's it's good because you can get almost any quarterback play. It, like the, the mind-boggling thing to me is we've had such awful quarterback play for so long. I, I really thought Zach was going to be the guy. He has all the talent to do all the good throws and just, or to make all the good throws just didn't work out. Um, but yeah, I agree. Mumtaz, what's up, dude? Says, LaFleur, protection scheme sucks. Pat's squeezed edges as offensive tackle is not good enough, and one to two guys wait to shoot the A-gap. Then Zach is flushed. They take him down once. Zach is flustered. He starts missing easy throws. Yeah, they know how to get to us. Look, fifth string tackle, third string guard, 
mixed with all the stunts and a quarterback that's having a rough go of it anyway, that's a recipe uh, for not success. It's never gonna never gonna go over well. So I think there's probably, you know, I I don't want to say it's it's not I don't know how much of it is Lafleur's protection scheme as much as it's like Benton training it and teaching it. Um, was Zach flustered? Yeah, but I I think most of it was on him. He had guys open. Uh, Josh Sorensen says when you get a chance, look at Ryan Leaf's stats compared to Zach's stats through twenty games. Interceptions aside, it's scary similar. Even have the same immaturity. See, I don't remember Ryan Leaf playing. Like, I remember watching Peyton Manning growing up because he was in our division. But I, like, just because of, of them being on the other side of the country and in a different division, I I never really watched much of the, the Chargers aside from, like, the LT Phillip Rivers years. Um, but stats through 20 games... Especially the game's changed so much since then. So for his stats now to be similar to his stats then is alarming. <laughs> it's not not quite as as uh, that's more jarring, I think, than some of the other comparisons. Uh, Mike Anthony, what's up? He says, if the Ravens and Lamar can't agree on a contract extension and he happens to demand a trade, what would you want the Jets to give up? I hope it happens. Probably won't. Um, if Lamar becomes available. I trust Joe Douglas and Salah LaFleur, the rest of the team, to know whether Lamar is the guy. The, my, my biggest issue or my only issue with Lamar is do they think he's sustainable long-term if his legs are not what they are? If, like, his game is so predicated on his ability to be mobile, like, are, are you okay with potentially trading away, like, three firsts and giving a four- or five-year, $250 million fully guaranteed contract for potentially, like, three years of Lamar? I don't know. Like, do, like do his physical attributes age well with him? Or do they, you know, like, does he lose a step? If he loses a step, how does that impact his game? He's got an insanely strong arm. He would easily be the best quarterback we've had probably ever <laughs> that's he'd be really good and with the running game we have we could tailor the offense to something that would make him feel comfortable we like using the tight ends anyway he likes using the tight ends so i could see it i just i my concern might be a eh, maybe it's not so much of a concern but like garrett wilson elijah moore um cory davis mims like all the wide receivers are we going to get enough touches like it doesn't seem like receivers tend to stick well in in baltimore but if you think you can win a Super Bowl and they determine that's the guy, it's probably three first round picks. Maybe you can get away with two plus trading Zach there and like, you know, maybe a second round pick or something. Like maybe there's some way you can facilitate it where it's not quite as pick intensive um, because of the monster contract that's looming. But you look at what Deshaun Watson just just got in a trade and you got to think it's got to be similar to that. Uh, Romani AD says in a perfect world wouldn't it be amazing if we play pats in the playoffs and zach zach leads us to a victory redemption or not if we get to the playoffs and zach is going to be faced with a third um chance at the patriots i think the interesting question is like i guess one how has zach been playing from this week through uh the playoffs i guess if we make the playoffs he's probably playing somewhat well 
But for him to go up against the Patriots in the playoffs, I, if he's struggling similar to how he's struggling now, they might pull him. Like, could you imagine that? A starting quarterback that leads your team to the playoffs and you get pulled because Bill Belichick has your number. Like, does Joe Flacco fare better? I, I don't know. But if Zach leads us to our first victory against the Patriots in the playoffs, that would be very, very nice. I'd be licking my chops. Uh, and that would that would be the, his redemption. We would, we would be pumped if we could, if he could lead us. Like I'm not saying like win in the fashion we could have almost accidentally won yesterday. I mean, I want him to win it for us. Uh, Derek Carr trade package. Um, his contract's not bad. So his contract is like $31 million for next year. But as of February 10th, that $31 million is fully guaranteed. But if you're trading for him, you're at least keeping him on your team for next year. Anyway, as of February 10th, his he also has $7 million guaranteed for 2024. So worst case scenario, if you don't like him after next year, you could cut him uh, and save a bunch of money. The issue is going to be, I think if you're trading for him, I don't know if it's worth, like if I were him, I would force the Jets to cut me or pay me the $41 million. Like why would you try to renegotiate? I think you'd probably renegotiate the contract as at time of trade so that way you can eliminate some of the cap hit for next year. Um, he didn't get a very big signing bonus. So it's not pro- cost prohibitive for the, the Raiders to trade him, but it might be a little bit less. So it might be like a second and a fifth. Um, I would do that. I would do that in a heartbeat. If you don't have to give up your first round pick, that's that's pretty sweet. Um, but I like Jimmy Garoppolo as a free agent. Like that seems more appealing to me. I can't see him uh, playing for the Jets though. Not Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, Derek Carr. It seems like he really likes Vegas, really likes being a Raider, and really likes playing with Devontae Adams. I don't think he wants to go anywhere. All right, let's pull up the Google Voice. I want to get your thoughts on everything surrounding the New York Jets. Ooh, we got another super chat in here. Let me get to that before we jump over to the phone lines. Brian Bogan says, how pissed would Moore be if he got traded with Zach in a package? I don't think that would happen. I think we keep Elijah Moore at this point. We probably try to move um, on from Zach or, or find some type of competition. I don't see, I think if we hold on to Zach, there's a higher chance that Elijah Moore's traded, but there's going to be some fascinating talks. I'm interested to see where it all plays out. Uh, Chris KV says, Zach has played worse than most of the backups we've seen start this season. Who cares if white is a backup? Let's see what he's got. I think the way the jets are handling it is the right way. Like I like the, Hey, you're being put on notice right now. We're calling you out. Like you sucked yesterday. We called you out in the film room today. Like you got to get better. And if you don't like, look, we're, we're going to make the call on, on Wednesday. And I think it's good. You know, they got Thanksgiving and everything on Thursday, make the call on Wednesday. It's going to be Zach Wilson starting. I think it's going to be a short leash. If he flounders, like he did the first half, well, the entire game, then I think we wind up, uh, making the move at halftime. Uh, Tapsir, thank you for the super chat. Uh, he says, 
he or she says, Mac Jones was sacked six times, so his offensive line didn't play well either, but he still threw for over 200 yards and 70 plus completion percentage. Mac Jones found a way to deal with the conditions. Yeah, I mean, look, Mac Jones was able to hit the easy throws. I said it yesterday. Mac Jones had, I think, one throw over five yards uh, in the air. Everything else was like on the ground or like within five yards of the line of scrimmage. And that's that's how friggin' Mike White won us that game against the Bengals, too. There's no shame in that game. Zach has to be able to hit those. If Zach hits those easy throws, this team is so much better. The fact that he just can't hit an easy throw is just so mind-boggling to me. When are we getting John Beck back? Get his quarterback coach in here. Get this dude some uh, some help. Omega says, Ryan, my homie, let's start a poll now. 2023, top five choices for quarterback. Carr, Jimmy, Lamar, let's figure it out. Ooh, okay. So let's do this. I'm going to end my poll right now. We got a 403 votes in the live poll in the chat as it stands. 38% of you want Mike White to start. 28% of you want Zach Wilson to start. 21% say Chris Strebler. Only 13% say Joe Flacco, which means 80 7% of you are going to be disappointed because Joe Flacco is definitely going to be starting <laughs> if it's not uh, Zach Wilson. That's my my thought on that as so far, at least. Uh, but let's go through. Let's create another poll. I like this idea. We'll start a poll. See who would you want. I'm not going to put Zach's name on here. We're going to assume we're, we're going in a different direction. So we're going to put Jimmy G. We're going to say Derek Carr. We'll go Lamar Jackson. But I don't want you to just say these guys in a vacuum. I want you to look at it and determine the cost associated with it. Um, so I'll, 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 do, I'll put a little note next to each one, right? Like, we'll do Jimmy G, free agent. We'll say Derek Carr, we'll call it uh, second and fifth. Say Lamar Jackson, for argument's sake, let's call it, know, let's say three firsts. And then who should our last one be? I guess I see Aaron Rodgers coming up as a popular option. Gardner Minshew from Lame Cactus. Um, all right, Lame Cactus. You want me to put Gardner Minshew on there? I haven't seen anything else, so let's go Gardner Minshew. All right. So I'm asking the community right now, it is in there. There you go. Vote on who you want. I have. I didn't even put anything next to Gardner Minshew. <laughs> I don't know what he is as far as... I think he's a free agent. Um, so there's that option. Uh, what else we got? And City Burt comes in and says, Plan B next year. You like Carr or Jimmy G? I like Jimmy G because of the price. I like Jimmy G because of the uh, cost in terms of not needing to trade for him. 
Like, I think he's going to be cheaper than Derek Carr on a money contract. I think he's going to be cheaper in terms of compensation that you'd have to give up, which is either nothing or not much. Um, like, if they were to tag him and you'd have to trade for him, possibly, uh, which I don't think is likely. Uh, I like the connection with the coaching staff. So I like that he knows Robert Sala, Michael Floor, Benton, uh, Tomlinson, and and if Quan comes back next year, he knows Quan, and, you know, whatever happens with Solomon Thomas. Like, there's guys on this team that that he would know. And then he's also going against the Patriots. So maybe there's a little bit of bad blood with New England choosing Brady over him. Like, maybe there's a little extra juice to that. I think the fact that he was in a Super Bowl with a team structured very similar to, to how the Jets look right now is an even bigger confidence boost because you know you can get there with him. And at that time, the NFC was loaded with talent. The AFC is now loaded with talent. Jimmy G has shown uh, to have a very high floor at the very least. I think you can win with this defense and Jimmy G. That's my, uh, that's my preferred route of action. Uh, Church. Thank you so much for the uh, the super chat. He says, I really like a reunion with Geno Smith. <laughs> no, absolutely not. I Look, I don't hate Geno. I really wish he didn't get his jaw punched in because I think he could have done something. Um, but I don't want uh, to go with Geno Smith. Not really. Um, that would be an interesting turn of events, though. Could you imagine that? All right. I said we were going to go... To the super chats, or not to the super chats, to the phone lines. So let's go over to the phone lines. I'm gonna put the number up on the screen. You get three minutes to plead your case. After three minutes, that's it. You're out of here. That's right. You get tossed, tossed out with the bathwater. Who we got? Ooh. Hey, give me one second. I just have to get you into my ears <laughs> because for some reason you're not coming through my headphones right now. All right. Can you try talking to me, caller? Ah, I got you now. Okay, perfect. Welcome to the cockpit. Right? Oh, hold on. Hold on one second. They cannot hear you. Why can they not hear you? I have you bouncing right there. Sorry, give me just a second here. Was it something I did with my sound just now? That looks good. That looks good. Um, all right, try talking now. Nope, sorry. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> it's something on my end. What did I do? 
speakers. Let's see. No, that's not it. There we go. Okay, you should be able to talk now. Let's try that again. Hello? Okay. There we go. Okay, um, we got you. Sorry, that's my fault. All right, reset okay. the timer. Let's talk. Okay. This week just proved to me that that Wilson isn't the guy. Well, I mean, I've been thinking this for the entire season, but this just kind of validated it, like mm -hmm. how terrible he is. I think we need to move on probably like even now because we have a shot. Our team is so good. Mm -hmm. Our team, like our defense, I don't know if we'll ever recapture what we have in this defense. Like mm -hmm. it, it's so hard in the NFL to win. And we have such a op good opportunity right now. I mean, the AFC is open as well. Yeah. I mean, we need a spark. Wilson's not doing it. Mm -hmm. I think honestly, F it. I would try Mike White or Strebler. I know it's a little ridiculous. And mm -hmm. but even, I mean, obviously Salah thinks, somewhat similar with the comments he made today that mm -hmm. Wilson is not the pencil dead starter. Yeah. Um, I think we need someone new next year. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it's going to be. I already know exactly what I want. I am die hard on my belief that I want Gardner Minshew so badly. I was the one on the impact. I was spamming <laughs> that. It's <laughs> good brother. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, he's young. Yeah. He's done nothing but like play well in the time with a terrible incompetent Jacksonville team with a terrible O line. 41 mm -hmm. touchdowns to 12 interceptions in his career. Mm -hmm. I mean, and the man does nothing but play well. The and nice thing is he's in Philly I right now, so there's that Joe Douglas connection down there, and he could probably get a little yep. bit of an inside knowledge on it. He's a free agent, too. He'll be cheap. He's young, mm -hmm. 26 years old. He's a free agent. He's played great. And I think what's great about it is you could also, like, draft someone behind him. So I'm not saying, like, put all your marbles into Minshew, but you sign a guy like Minshew – and mm -hmm. then, like, the second or third round, you could draft, like, an Anthony Richardson type guy who is, like, basically Josh Allen type prospect, super mm -hmm. developmental, but mm -hmm. he has the speed of Lamar and, like, the arm of Allen. Like, he's insane. So you, you could do something like that where you could draft Anthony, Anthony Richardson in, like, the third round and mm -hmm. get Minshew rolling in. And mm -hmm. you have Minshew now. I mean, he, he's, he's smart. Like, he, he'll take the check down. He, he just knows what he's doing. And we need a guy like that. And mm -hmm. Jimmy G is a great option for, like, that. But mm -hmm. we've also seen that. Can we win a Super Bowl with him? I don't know. Where Minshew, I feel like, still has that untapped potential. I'm sorry. That was a rant. I'm sorry. I'll let you No, start. no, that's all right. I, I think there's, for me, I would feel very concerned with, with bringing in Gardner Minshew as, like, the guy that's going to lead us. I, I understand what you're saying. I think there is a very high upside with Gardner Minshew. It's a boomer bust type prospect. I, For me, I feel like... Oh, man, I guess I, I trust our evaluation skills enough where if they make that move, I'm okay with it. But that I'm not going to lie. It doesn't give me the warm and fuzzies <laughs> that I, I wanted to. Maybe I got to watch a little more uh, Minshew and maybe we, we get it. I think he's got the pizzazz and the charisma to be a, an, like a, a quarterback. I think it would be fun because it, it, like, I'm not going to lie. It was kind of fun watching Zach have like the mochismo or whatever like oh, i banged my mom's friend and like the whole nfl loved him like everyone loves Minshew. like it yeah. would be kind of nice to see that i don't know well, brother the issue with Minshew is the issue with Minshew is <laughs> boom you're out of here. here three minutes my friend three minutes all right let me get to some super chats that came in then we'll go back to the phones nicholas 
It says, the way everyone is acting, we should just bring Sam back. Yeah, Sam's going to be a free agent. If you ever wanted to see how Sam Darnold looked with talent around him, just bring him back. I still got my jersey in the back. Come on, Sammy. <laughs> Let's make it happen. Nah, that would I would cry a little bit. Uh, Cindy Burt said, did you discuss the liked tweets by Sauce yet? Uh, we did not. I, I did address it in a video earlier today, but let's talk about it. So Sauce and John Franklin Myers both liked tweets that were in relation to, uh, you know, the, the poor play of Zach Wilson. Uh, John Franklin Myers yesterday liked a tweet from, sorry, from Jay Gray, one of our good Jet fans. Josh Allen, after a loss to the Jets, and then in quotes, I put that on me. I let the team down. As a quarterback, you can't play like shit. Zach Wilson, after the loss to the Patriots, do you feel like you held the defense back? He says no. John Franklin Myers liked that. He later came back and said, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to like that. That was a mistake. We're all gonna, or we're all good or whatever. Sauce, earlier today, around 10 o'clock, had a, a tweet he was tagged in, or maybe he wasn't tagged in, but uh, said... You don't owe your defense is what Jordan Lewis said. And Sauce liked that. He says it was by mistake. He didn't know about liking it until uh, he only found out because everyone else started tagging him in it. So he says, I didn't mean to like that tweet, I swear. This tells me it's a PR nightmare. And it's the, the Jets PR department that's like, oh God, get in touch with Sauce right now. Let him know. John Franklin Myers, oh, he did a thing. We got to let him know. And I think all that that we heard along with Garrett Wilson's comments yesterday, the I think the Elijah Moore stuff, I think there's a lot of stuff festering and a lot of stuff brewing. And then Zach Wilson's comments came out and it just, you know, I think that's exactly why Salah had to come out and say what he did. He, you couldn't just go through the rest of this week um, and not say anything. Uh, East Coast Kev says, I like the Strebler kid. So do I. The kid is really fun to watch. And I think, like Lame Cactus, our first caller, said, if there's a a way to create a spark, I don't know if Flacco's it. Um, White or Strebler would be the spark for me. But I think Flacco just has so much repetition and so much um, experience in the playoffs. Like The playoffs are a totally different thing. If he's, I, I really think if we're going to start someone in place of Zach, I think it's going to be Joe Flacco. I hope I'm wrong, but I would be very surprised if it was not. Um, all right, let's head back to the phones. Phone number is on the screen. You get three minutes to plead your case after three minutes. That's it. You're out of here. That's right. I toss you out. Our live poll is going in the chat. Who would you want at quarterback in 2023? 45% of you say Jimmy G. 26% of you say Derek Carr. 23% of you, or now 25% of you, say Lamar Jackson. 6% say Gardner Minshew. From Kieran. Kira, what's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. Hey, hey, thank you for having me. Uh, I appreciate you taking the call. Yeah, so, of course. What do you want to talk about? What's on your mind? Yesterday was not fun. <laughs> I, <laughs> no. I'm dealing with COVID. Oof. I was really, uh, you know, 
it's just a sad day when the Jets are worse than your COVID symptoms. Right. But I want to get to it. So looking back at this season, do we feel like besides Elijah Moore and besides Denzel Mims, there have been any signs that the team does not have Zach's back, but they just don't believe in him? Yes. Um, for me, Garrett Wilson, I, I don't think it was necessarily a dig at Zach, but it was clearly like a, hey, when he said the, th- the thing about th- catching passes that are, are not 100 miles an hour, um, when Flacco came in there, oh, it's nice like having a ball, like knowing where the ball is going to be placed. Like that to me was like, okay, Zach's inaccurate and he throws the ball too hard and his receivers are having a hard time catching it. And that's probably why we see a lot of drops. So that was a, that was the biggest one, I think. And we, we kind of flagged it when it happened. It was like, oh, that's an interesting comment. Um, and then I think it's just the body language. Like I think last year, the offensive line, particularly McGovern, and it was something that just seriously rubbed me the wrong way. Was like they, it felt like they the offensive line did not have Zach's back, and I think it's because he holds the ball too long. He dances around in the backfield. He tries to create these spectacular plays, and it makes the offensive line look even worse than they are. So I think this has kind of been brewing for a little bit, um, and it's only coming to a head right now. Yeah, no, those are that's a great point. I yeah, it's just frustrating because I. I I really respect Salah, and I feel like this is mm-hmm. something you just got to nip in the bud. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just seems like the idea that this Zach being a number two, being above the rest of the team, mm-hmm. is like the antithesis of uh, antithesis. Sorry, of mm-hmm. of everything Salah is building. And I know he's the number two pick, mm-hmm. but in this system with this culture, mm-hmm. unacceptable to, to act that way when you're not giving the results or producing the results. Yeah, I, I think they gave him leeway because of the winning. Like, it's weird to pull your quarterback when you're winning games, especially when it's the number two overall pick. So I think there was some major consideration for that. But I think the two losses to the Patriots and the way he has performed, even in the wins, were so alarming. And yesterday, like, you could tell when we got the ball with two minutes left, there was no hope. They were playing for the tie. They were, like, just hoping their defense made a play or special teams made a play. They did not rely on on Zach Wilson at all. They could t- you could tell they were afraid to, to utilize him. And that, to me, was the death sentence for Zach. I think yesterday was the day a lot of... The, the day, yesterday was the day Jet fans are going to turn on Zach. And I think it's going to be hard to shift that narrative without him playing, like, really, really well. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Looking ahead, mm-hmm. let's pretend Zach Wilson is our quarterback for the rest of the year. Okay. What team, mm-hmm. minus the Bills, are we afraid of doing what Belichick did to Zach because he's had success against some really good defenses, but it's mm-hmm. the kind of evil mastermind Belichick mm-hmm. approach. Where you could really exploit his flaws. What are those teams are you most afraid of in that regard? Uh, Tennessee. Not that I think Tennessee is like a, a world beater, but I think Vrabel is a very, very smart coach. And I think he can find a way similar to Belichick. And I think the, the little bit of a connection that they probably still have at this point in time, you know, it wouldn't shock me if Vrabel calls up Belichick is like, hey, you know, they're, they're going to be looking closely at our losses to see how they did it. Like, oh, let me call my good buddy and see how they, they manufactured that pressure on Zach. I think that's as weird as that sounds. I think that's the team I would be concerned about um, of all the teams in the playoffs, aside from like the Bills. And then obviously the Chiefs offense is scary. But defensively, it's the Patriots and I think it's the Titans for me. Okay. That's it. Boom. You're out of here. here. Who we got? Call from Jason. 
Jason, what's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. What up, what up? How you doing, my man? I am hanging in there. It has been a long last 24 hours. Uh, it feels like we just are in this perpetual like cycle of like excitement one week. We're so live or die. <laughs> it's amazing. It's like the rush, like, oh, the sky's falling. And then it's like, oh my God, we can win everything. And then the sky's falling the next week. And I'm I'm mentally exhausted from it. I feel you, my man, dude. Uh, this is our fan base is just so passionate. It's live or die week by week. Oh and yeah, we it's a good thing. Situation. It's fun. But go on. So um, well, so in my opinion, I think Zach Wilson, if he doesn't show anything, he's gonna be done. I think um, if this in this fails game, if he doesn't, if he's not performing at least to the average, he's gonna get replaced. In my opinion, I think Mike White's gonna be his replacement because mm. of last year we saw what he he was able to do with his first couple of starts. Yes, he threw those four bad picks in the Bills game and all that, but mm. it's been a year since then. We get to see how he developed mm. into that. You know, with Shredder, you don't know what you have in him. Um it's he's a um he's a random, you know, he could he could lead you he could be like Mike White. He could lead you to a win. But at the same time he could throw six picks. We may never know. Mm-hmm. And then Flacco, um, Flacco has been interesting because of he hasn't looked good in games. He has always thrown like a pick in every time he plays. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't, and he's not mobile. So if he gets if those, if he's gonna get sacked, he's gonna get sacked. There's nothing we can do. Yeah, I think there is a concern for that, right? Like the 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 mobility factor for uh, Joe Flacco is clearly. Clearly an issue. We saw it uh, early on, but the passing game was just so good. And with all the talent you have, maybe that opens up lanes for the running game that make it so you don't have to have your quarterback be as mobile. But the offensive line is all beat up, so like that's going to be an issue. I don't know. Mike White, to me, would be interesting because you tendered him. So at least you could say, hey, maybe Mike White can be the answer for next year. And maybe it's Mike White versus someone like Gardner Minshew or Mike White versus, you know, Zach Wilson versus Jimmy Garoppolo or something like that. I just I have a hard time believing Mike White's the guy that's going to lead us to like a Super Bowl. Um, I totally agree with you about that. that, um, from mm. that. I'm just talking for this year. For yeah, next yeah. year, I'm expecting for next year, I'm ex- we'll, we'll win now. This is a mm. t- next year's going to be a Super Bowl nothing. Mm-hmm. So that's I my, in my opinion, I think if if the Ravens don't want to pay Lamar, mm-hmm. I think the Jets will pull the trigger because we're in a win now mode, and with this we have talent, we have enough talent to win just as of right now. Yeah, I my concern I shouldn't say my concern, but I'm I'm gonna be interested to watch Baltimore and see how they play this year. How do they play in the playoffs? How does Lamar play down the stretch? Like, cause I think Baltimore is a really good team. They don't have the weapons that we have. I mean, they have Mark Andrews, you know, obviously stud tight end. They have some good running backs back there. They're a little banged up, but like, how does he perform? Is the ball in the right spot? Like I'm, I want to keep a close eye on him because he's so young and he's so electric and so game breaking. Like, I think players are going to have a really good time playing with Lamar. I don't know. It'll be interesting to yeah. see. But you have been ejected from the cockpit. Uh, 
All right, let me get uh, this super chat in here real quick. Stifler's mom drops in, says, I like Anthony Richardson. Imagine those two in at quarterback. Richardson has got to wear number 15, though that number is so swaggy for a quarterback. Um, I do like the number 15. It is kind of nice. There's something something about it. Some, some numbers are just nice on the eyes. Um... Yeah, man, six foot four, two thirty six. That's a big quarterback. That would be it'd be fun. I wonder what round he's supposed to go in. Because maybe you bring someone in and you just roll the dice on him. I could get down with that. He's got the measurables. All right, let's go back to the calls. So I'm gonna move the topic thing over here. Probably makes more sense to be under the number than anything else. So guys, you get three minutes to plead your case. After three minutes, I'm gonna boot you. Let's see what we got in the chat. FM says, Ryan, talk about Gino. Gino is a free agent next year. I like really don't want Gino. <laughs> like I think it's just I think I'm sour from his time here, but he's playing well. I I think he stays with with Seattle next Mike year. Mike the Barber and Jet. Mike the Barber, what's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. Hey guys, how you doing? I think we should just stay with Zach and see what we have till next year and let the kid develop. Yeah, just start him every game, kind of let him throw all yeah. over the yard. Definitely. Yeah, I don't think it's that's necessarily like a bad thing. But the issue for me is that there's 52 guys that are playing. Like, if you consider a three-year career in the NFL, they're playing 33% of their career earnings into Zach Wilson. Like, that's <laughs> that, that's a little alarming when you think of it kind of that way. And it's not really how the head coach and the GM have to think. But I do think our best chance to play well in the playoffs and to go far is with Zach Wilson. It's having Zach figure it out. My issue is he's been so bad that I don't know if he can turn it around. I don't know if we've ever seen someone do it like this. I mean, he people will bring up Josh Allen, but it's such that. a different guy. What was that? He played fine before that. You know, he played the Alex Smith ball. Yeah, that's, that's what you're kind of hoping, but it felt more, I don't know. Maybe it's just that the Patriots have his number and we're all doom and gloom for two weeks of the season and yeah. everything else is going to be all right. Another game. Let's, let's play next, next, next week, right? He just looks so unimpressive against like the Packers, the right, Broncos, right? the Patriots, the Bills. Like we were, we were we patting him on the week. back for the Bills because he was like not causing issues. <laughs> he was what just like, okay. Want, he was, yeah, I like winning games. But, like, is that going to win in the, the – I don't know if it wins in the playoffs, though. Hey, you know. If I we would, could, if would, you could tell me we could get Alex Smith-level production from Zach Wilson, I'd be tickled pink. I don't think it's possible. Jimmy Garoppolo. What was that? That's Jimmy Garoppolo. Well, that's just it. I would be – I was Alex totally Smith. on board with getting Alex Smith. I'm totally on board with getting Jimmy Garoppolo. That's the level of quarterback I I'm think this team can win with. I'm not third-round pick for him. 
well, you don't have to trade anything for Jimmy G. Jimmy G is going to be able to, to walk oh. in free agency unless they tag him. But like, if he signs that tender, I don't, I don't know if a team's going to want to pay him top five to quarterback money. Maybe the Giants will take him. Maybe. I, yeah, I don't know what the Giants do. It feels like they're probably going to bring back Jones for another year um, or at least try to. I think they're going to wind up in no man's land as far as quarterback draft position goes. Um, but I think they could be in at play for Lamar Jackson. Team. I think Lamar Jackson with Dable at the helm is going to be very similar to like a Josh Allen. That would be an exciting offense Baltimore to watch. Baltimore would never let Jackson leave. I hope not. I think them dragging they'll their feet is them. a little concerning. Well, they'll franchise tag him, but if Lamar says he's not playing, I think they'd probably force a trade at that point. Like, you, you'd have to make a move. I don't think I Lamar think risks his body again on the franchise I tag. I would risk it. I would if I was Lamar, too, because if he plays on the franchise tag... Well, that, here's the thing. He's probably going to get franchise tag twice because that's hmm. that's a better – like what the Redskins at the time did with Kirk Cousins was probably the right way to go about it. You're getting a guy that has his back against the wall. He's playing for a contract, and you get that to happen three straight times. You would love what to have that happen for Lamar without having to pay the massive amount of money for a guy that might get one crack to the leg and be done sure, or might lose a step with age. So it's they're all one step away from retirement. It's true. Yeah, one bad injury, all one snap. Yep. Brother, thank you so much for the call. Yep. You're out of here from the cockpit. Who we got? Call from Lima Bean. Hey, what's up, Lima Bean? How you doing? Welcome back to the cockpit. Oh man, that was that was a kick to the balls, and then another kick after that. So. Ugh, just kicking us while we're down. Yeah, like. I mean, the, the, the thing is, I, I think this is probably like a third or fourth time I saw New England kill like any hopes and dreams I've ever had for a quarterback, you know, like any, like what could have been or what maybe we believed he could be like first Sanchez with the butt fumble. And I remember Sam with the scene ghost and now this, it's like, it's yep. hard to get back up from this, you know, like it's just, and it's always that team on top of that. Like, let me uh, ask you, are you, hurt. are you watching Monday night football at all? Like, are you keeping an eye on, on Alex or not Alex Smith, <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo? No, I like, I just, let's say if we get Jimmy Garoppolo, like I just will be relevant, but I don't mm -hmm. think he'll get us to the promised land. Now that might be decent if we're grooming somebody behind him, but like, we're not like it's the thing is like, I think Steve Young said it best on his weekly, like mm -hmm. without a top like 10 quarterback, you're just at best, you'll be relevant, but you'll never have a chance to win the big games. Like that's Sure. It. And I think that's why that Zach end. becomes the number two pick versus someone like, like a Mac Jones. Well, and then that's another thing. Like, look at it this way. If Jimmy is so great to the point, and he's gotten the 49ers where they've gone, and they still traded three first-round picks to get mm -hmm. Trey Lance. So think about that. Like, that's, like yeah, I mean, at this point, anybody would be better than the way Zach Wilson's playing. I don't know how you fix them. Like, honestly, mm -hmm. he needs to apologize to the room and, like, to every teammate, like, individually. Like, get up there and, like, start, you know, like, kissing some butt. Like, and then I, he needs to start doing laps. Like, he needs to, like, have a serious – if he has any – chance would seem slim to none he needs to mm -hmm. have like this epic redemption situation i don't know mm -hmm. how you do it i mean i would i would play him with a short lease with the bears because that's probably the weakest defense you'll see right mm -hmm. now like you wouldn't want to play against the bills or the vikings after being benched so this is his this is like his shot to survive in van i i don't know what to do at this point and i'm kind of like there is no quarterback other than lamar jackson i don't think the ravens will 
give that up. I don't know where to go with this. And, I mean, we're not going to draft a quarterback in the first round because we won't have that positioning or trade up for it. So mm-hmm. I got nothing. Like, it's either we hope to God. Like, I don't believe in Mike White. I just don't. Like, I just think he's going to be another mm-hmm. Ryan Fitzpatrick at best. Yep. And Strebler, well, he's a wild ride thing. But I think he's <laughs> – that's just – I don't even know what to think of that. So either we hope to God that by some miracle he figures it out mm-hmm. or we have to think about a veteran and then finding another quarterback and developing him behind him, like legitimately, not like a, a middle round pick that'll end up being Jake Fromm. Like that's what I think. Like it's, I think I whoever know. you just, bring in, whether it be Carr, whether it be Jimmy G, whether it be Tannehill, like, I don't think Carr's leaving either. Before he left the Raiders. That's exactly. Like, that's exactly it. And you watch some of his interviews. He's crying, uh, you know, because he loves yeah, the Raiders so he much. He's so Raiders. happy he loves, he's playing with he Devontae Adams. Adams. I don't, yeah, I don't think he's leaving. I don't know, other than Jimmy, and I just don't know what's out there, truly. Like, I, I got nothing. I mean, you could, we have to hope to God that he has, Zach has come to Jesus moment. Like, that's it. Like, you mm-hmm. better start praying. Yeah, Pray. look, I'm not going to lie. It's definitely something we, uh, we need him to turn it around. Thank you so much for the call, brother. You've been ejected from the cockpit. Who we got? All from Sheridan. What's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. Hi, Ryan. Oh, oh man, it's so hard to be a Jets fan right now. <laughs> so let me ask you, who's starting versus the Bears? Um, I want, to be honest, I want I want to see um, Strev, man. Put him yeah. on. <laughs> Look, I, I'm not going to lie. It would be exciting. I just don't know, like... He's such a wild card. It's it's one of those like the backup quarterback's always the most popular guy. I feel like that's who Strebler is, and it's kind of who Mike White is too. Yeah. I would be very okay. surprised if given the talent on this team and his experience in the playoffs, I would be shocked if we went with anyone other than Joe Flacco. Um right. like right. if it's not but Zach. Look at this. Mm-hmm. Look at this point though, right? So we've been drafting quarterbacks, right? Doing mm-hmm. all that like watching them pro days and all that, right? Yep. We got Sam Donald, right? Gene mm-hmm. Smith, right? Yep. And and now we got this guy. Mm-hmm. And none of them <laughs> turned out the way that we wanted. Let's throw somebody in there that we didn't even expect. Look at Look at what he did when he came on. Everybody was having fun. Yeah, but it's also like you're playing guys that are probably not on NFL rosters right now, and that there's got to be something said right. for that. You're also going against vanilla defenses. Like I, I, I like what Strebler was in the preseason. If they went with him, I'd be cool with it. I thought they were going to st- line Strebler up next to Zach Wilson and and run a little two quarterback action against the Pats like the first time. Um, I would have loved to have seen that. That's really the only way I want right. to see him in there i think and why can't we give belichick something to think about you know like mm. you see that he's not doing well he's mm. clearly throwing the ball over like 50 miles over his receiver head oh yeah hold the man and put somebody else in you know yeah you like, would have thought someone, switching it like halfway through like oh zach starts here's the first drive and then surprise it's mike white or <laughs> surprise it's someone else it's like whoa wait what a second <laughs> like we prepared this whole week and curveball right. see i think for the franchise and for the fan base, we needed Zach to win us one of those games. Like the team's so talented, yeah. there's no reason they couldn't have won one of them. Yes, and I agree he has talent, but he just needs to just settle down. I mm-hmm. think that 
is is thinking too much and not playing. Well, I think he needs to play with instincts, and I think he needs to understand the playbook, and I think he needs to be able to make the throws in order to do it. And it feels like he's like he's thinking too much, and he's just not seeing open wide receivers. It's just bad quarterback play, and I don't know if you can teach it at this point. Like it's, it feels like it's pretty simple watching like the guys that are just running wide open. The Mims in the middle of the field thing was was brutal. Brother, thank you so much for the call. You're out of here. You've been ejected. From the cockpit. Who we got? Hey, what's good, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. What's up, Ryan? How are you? I'm hanging in there. I'm trying to stay positive. I'm slightly concerned about our Jets. What's going on? Who's starting a quarterback Sunday, and who do you want for starting in 2023? Well, um, you know, uh, I'm a. I remember the. I don't. I I wasn't around to remember. You know, the, the good old days, like the early 2000s Jets. Like, I was I was mm-hmm. around, but I just wasn't really into football. Sure. So, like, the only the closest thing I know to a franchise quarterback is Pennington. Okay, that's fair. And um, That's probably you know, me when, as well. I mean, I was here for, like, yeah, Testa Verde, but Pennington was really, like, the quarterback I grew up with. Right. And um, so, like, you know, to me, I'm just caught. It seems like every year it's, like, it's a never-ending, like, we're drafting a quarterback, drafting a quarterback. Um, you know to me, I, I want to stay positive. I, w- I want to see Zach play Sunday. Mm-hmm. I want to see him finish out the year strong and at least make a case for him going into next year, if that makes sense. Yeah, no. Well, that's that's ideally what I think everyone wants. It's just... I, I, mean, I, just... I, don't, I don't know. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I see like the veteran side of like, I believe the team is ready to win now, and I get that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you can't... I have a hard time believing that this team's not even going to be even better next year. Put it this way. Is there so any like, situation, is there any situation that you can see where you would not bring in competition to go against Zach next year? Like, it, like, I don't know if there's a situation like what, like Zach would have to have like multiple 300 yard games and like multiple yeah, you're, you're multi-touchdown games. Like last seven weeks, like he, he's got to go out there and put in like, you know, like almost be, I know we don't want to compare him to Josh Allen, but he's got to almost be like a Josh Allen type quarterback for us to 100% say he's the guy next year. Um, You know, obviously I want to see him do it. I wasn't a huge Zach guy coming out of college. And then just like I did with Donald, I got emotionally invested. And it's like, (laughs) dude, I'm done. Like if Zach's not the guy, I'm done. Dude, I don't. Oh, my heart we'll hurts. Like, cause we'll I feel like I'm talking to myself through the phone. <laughs> That's, I tell yeah, myself dude, I'm not like, gonna get emotionally invested. I do it every time. I'm just falling in yeah, love with our quarterbacks. It's like it's like I I got you know Sam came out. I wasn't a huge Sam guy, and then I was like, oh man, you know rookie year. He shows me things. I'm like, dude, yes. Mm-hmm. Like here we go. I told my wife. I'm like, look, we're getting a jersey. I don't care what nobody says. And then like a year later, he's not on the team. Mm-hmm. And then I go out and get a Zach Wilson jersey. A year later, he might not be on the team. So <laughs> um, it's like, you know, I, I just want to. I want to be positive. I want us all as like a, as a group to, you know, I know it's hard not to be out on them, but mm-hmm. we gotta we gotta give them the full benefit of the doubt. Every other quarterback we've brought in's gotten at least two years. Mm-hmm. So in my eyes, he's our quarterback until he's no longer our quarterback. That's fair. I think that's a fair argument. I don't think there's going to be people actively rooting against Zach Wilson. I think they're going to be, I mean, 
maybe subconsciously some of them are some of the, the guys that never wanted him to do well. But I think by and large, everyone wants to see the kid do well, wants to see him do the right things, wants to see the talent come together. But I don't think there's anything that Zach could show me after, you know, I've watched 20 games of Zach play and I haven't been like really wowed by any, any performance. His best performance was a 355 yard game against the Patriots with three interceptions that cost us the game. Like, and before that he didn't crack 300 yards. So (laughs) I don't know like what I could see that I haven't seen in the last 20 games. Like you'd expect to at least see a flash or two or three, you know, over the first, you know, 20 weeks of the season, we're watching backup quarterbacks like, you know, Colt McCoy have success (laughs) and Zach Wilson, the number two overall pick can't do it. I don't know. I I think I'm, I want to be positive about Zach, but there's nothing I could see from Zach that would prevent me from bringing in competition for Zach next I year. I just want to say before I, before I get out of here. Yep. Um, love you, man. Love what you guys do. You, O'Leary, all the game. You guys, you guys make it bearable for when we lose on Sunday. So. <laughs> I appreciate that, brother. We're one big family. Well, Misery y'all, y'all loves along, company, man. brother. You've been right. ejected. You're out of here. Who we got? from hey what's good dude welcome to the cockpit what's going on ryan dude i'm hanging in there i'm just trying to stay positive one thing i have to ask you do you have instagram by the chance do i i do twitter i do i have both the most clown thing out of all people what was that what did I do? I was watching the game with my buddies, at, right? Mm-hmm. And we lose. I said, Zach played horrible. What did I do? Life according to Lisa. I DM'd his mom and she responded in like 15 minutes. <laughs> oh, jeez. What did she say? I said, I said, I love your son. Your son's a beast and all, but he got to step it up to say it just for life. And I want him to. He got to step it up. And she goes, okay, I'll let him know. That's good. Good but, for her. I, look, I, I don't want anyone harassing anyone's family, but that's like, uh, you want to see the kid play well. Uh, no one's uh, no one's actively rooting against him. He's just not helping himself. I, and, and like he like he's good. He has all the talent, but it's just like he doesn't apply it in the right scenarios, man. Well, it's like he it's like he just doesn't have. He has one setting. It's it's like a binary arm. It's it's no throw or a hundred miles an hour. <laughs> And then it's, you know, just missing yeah. wide open guy. Like, how are you not seeing, like, he, I guess he doesn't know what NFL open versus college open is, but like he has guys running wide open and, you know, unless the wide receivers are just off their marks when he's trying to look there, which I find hard to believe. Um, I don't know. I just felt like this team did not trust Zach yesterday and I'm not yeah. sure how he gets their confidence back. What I would do, there's three things. One, Zach apologizes and the team buys back into it. Yep. Two, this offseason, you, you go for Jimmy G. Or mm-hmm. three, you go all in, you get Lamar Jackson. But the thing is, if we get Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. we're going to have to get rid of C.J. Mosley. We're going to have to either get rid of him, restructure three other people's deals and go all in at that point. We're going to owe so much money in that cap, it's not even going to be funny. So I don't think that's true. I I think what would happen would be the Jets would sign Lamar to like a seven-year contract that would really be like a four-year contract. 
and then you stretch his signing bonus out. And the, the, the cap is going to explode because the new TV contract kicks in either this year or next year. So I, I do think there's guys that would restructure guys like CJ because now we've got a quarterback. Like, okay, this is our best chance to win a Super Bowl. I think Carl Lawson restructures. I think Corey Davis could restructure. And I think you could save money that way and keep your talent. Like, I, I'm, I'm looking at the Rams. I'm looking at the Bills. They're adding players left and right. There's no reason we can't keep good players on this team. Yeah. Um, but realistically, CJ Mosley is probably here, even if he extends two years, maybe, you know, same thing probably with Carl Lawson. Yeah. Like Lamar would be here hopefully for the next 10. That's what you're hoping for, but you're yeah. also losing those three first round picks. So luckily Joe Douglas has been good yeah. via the trade market, via the undrafted free agent market, via the waiver wires, where we might be able to overcome some of those drafting deficits. True. So we'll see. But one thing. Boom! He had one more thing. His ass got ejected. Sorry, dude. 33 minutes left. Keeping an eye on this Jimmy Garoppolo character. It seems like he knows where to throw the ball. From Kevin. Kevin, what's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. What's going on? First of all, to all my fellow Jeff fans, can we stop with the Streva nonsense? Can we stop? <laughs> He's a four-string quarterback that was playing for the Winnipeg Bay Bombers a couple years ago. He's playing guys that are working at CVS right now. Just stop with the nonsense. Calm yep. down. Settle down. It's, a, it's stop. Just stop with it. It's so ridiculous. Great. Yeah. He played some great preseason games in the fourth quarter. Come on. Mm-hmm. Calm down, guys. But we love a preseason hero. Oh, just ride it out. Just ride it out with Zach. Open your eyes. My eyes have been burning the last 20 games I've been watching this guy. He is terrible. Yep. He can't hit basic throws. He can't hit screen throws. He can't read defenses. He can't hit wide open wide receivers. You don't just stick with a guy just for the sake of, oh, we'll see how it rides out. He played 20 football games. He's bad and i am not going to let a quarterback ruin the rest of the 53 other players just mm. because we want to see if it's going to work out i think you made a good point he, he better do something miraculous the next seven games to show mm-hmm. that he belongs to be the starting quarterback on this team because he's just bad and i give credit i'll give and jeff fancy to realize this if there's one mm. bad thing we've learned it's that obviously zach wilson's not the answer if there's one good thing we've learned it's mm. that robert sala is showing leadership as a head coach Mm-hmm. And that he may be a good head coach that isn't gonna is can swallow his pride. That can say, yeah, me and Joe Douglas may have screwed up this pick, but we're willing to work with this team to adjust and make game adjustments, move forward and get us in the playoffs either way. Because I was expecting the same song and dance from the from the front office from the head coach. We're gonna ride it out. We're gonna see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Instead, they made a mature decision. Say, you know what? We want to make the playoffs more than we want to be successful about, oh, we picked Zach Wilson at number two. Good mm-hmm. for Robert Sala and making that. That took a lot of courage. It took a lot of balls from him to go out and do that. And I think that's also because there's a lot of guys in the locker room backing him to go out there. There was a, there was a reason for that two-hour delay in the press conference. He mm-hmm. was making sure that he had the support of the team to go out there and make that decision. So mm-hmm. if there's one thing, we may not have the right quarterback, but we have the right head coach. And there's a lot mm-hmm. of available options out there in the offseason. Go out, make it happen, have a guy who's a serviceable quarterback who can make those plays with this defense, with this special teams, outside that punt return, of course. You can have a recipe for success. You don't always need a Pat Mahomes. You don't always need a Justin Herbert. 
you can get to a championship playing with a serviceable quarterback with a defense like this. So, hey, we got Chicago up next. Let's go out there and go beat them. I don't know who the heck the quarterback's going to be, but I'll tell you right now, with this defense, we can hang with anybody. Yeah, 100%. I like exactly what you said. I think a serviceable quarterback, I think even average quarterback play gets us past the Patriots both games, and you're sitting at 8-2, and two, and you're sitting at the top of the division right now. And I think there's a lot to be said for having a stable quarterback, knowing where the ball's going to be, because as much as we get wowed by the Zach Wilson escapability, it's not necessarily, um, you know, it's not necessarily needed. Like if you have a quarterback that can make a quicker decision and throw the ball out, you don't need the escapability because the ball's out already. I think Jimmy Garoppolo can be that guy. I think he knows how to play. I think he knows the offense. There's zero learning curve. Like, I'm sorry. I know some of you guys don't like it. From Jordan. I like it. What's up, Jordan? Welcome to the cockpit. What's up, Brian? Big fan of the show. Glad to be on. Dude, I'm glad you're calling in. How'd you feel yesterday? Who do you think starts versus the Bears? And who's our starter in 2023? Yesterday was pathetic. I think um, our starter for 2023 is going to be either Carr or um, Carr or um, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think um, I think Zach Wilson, he's been historically bad. Do you know who the uh, passing touchdown leader is for the team this year? Because it's not Zach. It's got to be. Flacco has four <laughs> touchdowns to Zach's three, which is Ugh. insane. I can't believe I didn't know that. <laughs> that's, that's, that's miserable. Ugh. That's ugly. Yeah, so, so, I mean, Zach, he was terrible last year, and he's continued to be terrible this year, and it's just I, I just don't have much faith, and just like you, like he's going to have to really pull something out of his ass because he, he, he needs to really turn it on for me to – be comfortable with him being the guy next year and i just hope that by next year we have an answer at qb um and that we're not like you know there's not people who are like oh zach should be handed the job no there needs to either be like competition or Mm -hmm. someone needs to come in to take the job because zach for me he's just not the guy well i don't think joe douglas robert sala i don't think they waste the talent that's on this team now i think they they see the roster they see they have three more years with Brees hall they've got four years with sauce they got three years with dj reed or whatever it is they, they, they've got some guys that are young and locked up they're not going to waste it trying to develop zach zach's gonna have to go off and maybe if zach does go off and he like impresses us you know for a, a good portion of the next seven weeks then maybe that's a situation where you bring in a Gardner Minshew and it's those two competing because those two will push each other. I think Gardner Minshew is the better version of Zach Wilson. If Zach can beat Gardner Minshew, then we have ourselves a pretty decent quarterback. Um, now, if Zach performs the way I think he's probably going to perform, I'm I'm looking elsewhere. I'm looking at Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm looking at David Carr, uh, Derek Carr. And then I'm keeping my eye on Lamar Jackson. I would If it's three first-round picks and you think Lamar's the guy... I don't think Lamar is the quarterback that Watson was, so I'm not quite as gung-ho to trade the three first-round picks for him. Um, but I I think the value is is there if you believe he's a franchise guy. All right. Thanks for talking for me. Uh, keep on good, doing good with the show because I enjoy it every, every day you uh, do a live stream. Thank you, dude. I really appreciate that. It means a lot to hear that. I appreciate your call as well. And you have been ejected. <laughs> From the cockpit. (laughs) All right, let's jump into the super chat real quick. Then we'll go back to the phone lines. 
Donald says, check out Kurt Warner's review of Zach from yesterday. Ooh, I will. I'll check that out after, uh, after the show here. Let's see. Phone number is on the screen. You get three minutes to plead your case after three minutes. That's it! You're out of here! That's right, you get tossed. I'm excited to hear what you have to say. Who is going to start for the Jets this week? Who's going to be a starter in 2023? What I really should say is who's going to end the game for the Jets as quarterback this week? That's probably the more intriguing question. From Omar. Hey, what's good, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. Hey, Ryan. How are you? I'm trying to hang in there. Talk to me. What are you thinking about our quarterback situation? Who starts versus the Bears or who ends the game versus the Bears? And who is the starter in 2023? Okay, so I think who starts the game is Zach Wilson. I mm-hmm. think who ends the game is Zach Wilson, and I think who's our starter is Zach Wilson. Ooh, okay. Um, I just now, do you believe in him? Here. Yes, 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the guys came out today, like um, Carl Lawson um, came out, and he didn't mix words. He flat out came out and said, yeah, we absolutely support Zach, and we're behind him. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was good to hear. Um, you know, people were calling for you know guys like Derek Carr. He mm-hmm. has everything over there in Vegas mm-hmm. near a train wreck. He has a head I, coach that's supposed to be a wizard, right? Remember yeah, but I, from what it going? sounds like, it sounds like a lot of Raider fans are pissed off about McDaniels. Because Carr, if you if you listen to some of his interviews, he's being told not to go off, not off script, but not to, like he has to go to certain reads. And I think they're blaming McDaniels more than okay. they're blaming Carr. Um, well, I'll, I'll hit you with the big one, Ryan. He okay. has a no trade clause. So he would have to decide if he wants to come to the Ooh. Jets. So that's just a big... Yeah, Does he really? Exactly. I did not know that. Just, yeah, look these things up, Jets man, before you call for things that you're uneducated about. I'm not saying you, Ron. I'm just saying oh, in general. I the, take the, that the, as the a slight. Just, I'm just surprised. The, the, my... the, the, the chat, the, 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 the Jets fans have just been, it, it's just been out of control like this last 24 hours. And I'm calling you because I want to shed mm-hmm. some optimism into all of this. Justin Fields, by the way, his career record is 5 of 16. Zach has 8 wins. So that's another avenue that people keep saying, oh, we should have drafted Justin um sink or swim we got to stick with zach that's weird i uh so i I was going through uh over the cap where i look at all my contracts i'm surprised they don't list the no trade clause on the contract details because it is it is there i see it you know april 13th from nfl.com no trade clause five-year contract so that means car only comes if car wants to be here Exactly. And I just and I think that with all the weapons over there, why would he come over here and, and be, be be a part of this train wreck? So, well, I think we he likes playing with Adams and, and yeah, I think he wants yeah. to play with Adams and I think he wants to be in Vegas anyway. That's really like, right. That's the big piece right. of the puzzle. And I, and I and I love the passion from Derek Carr. So I just mm-hmm. the last thing I'll say is that, you know, the coaching staff, I believe, believes in Zach and mm-hmm. they know that there's going to be ups and downs. We've all been saying that we've given him everything. We didn't support Sam. I'm not mm-hmm. sure if I, if, I, if I was ever all in on Sam. I've been a fan of this organization for more than 30 years. Mm-hmm. So I think that at the end of the year, we make an evaluation and we say we gave Zach every ch- every chance. And mm-hmm. if he, if if he didn't, if it doesn't work out, then you know we have options in front of us. But I, I still think we have to give him the rest of the time. Also, you, you're not. 
Nobody else is being benched. Davis Mills isn't being benched. So come on, why is why is Zach going to be benched? Come on. Yeah, stop. but I, I think if you if you feel you have made the determination that Zach is not the franchise quarterback, and you determine it one week from now, two weeks from now, and you're like, oh, mm-hmm. that's not like he is not the guy. Like, why continue to trot him out there? Try to make the playoffs with with White. Maybe you can. Maybe he walks in free agency, and even if you don't want to hold on to White, he gets you a compensation pick because maybe he goes somewhere else. Like I, I think there's other. It determines when they decide Zach's not the guy. If they think, hey, we've given him enough time, it's just not there, I don't need to see any more, I'm okay with that, pull the plug. Brother, thanks so much yeah. for the call. <laughs> Ejected from the cockpit. We got. Call from. Hey, what's good, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. How you doing, Ryan? How you doing? Dude, I'm hanging in there. How you feeling after yesterday's loss? And who's the quarterback that ends the game for the Jets this Sunday? And who's the starter in 2023? I'm going to start like this. I, I came to your comments a few weeks back, and I said, like, we need to uh, check Zach Wilson throwing. He have all these weapons, and he's messing up. And I ain't never mm-hmm. got so much disrespect from the Jets <laughs> fans in my life. I was trying to be nice. I'm like, yo, Brees Hall doing real good, but the, the boy throwing the ball. Everybody sure. was killing me and shit, killing me, killing me. Mm-hmm. I'm not being respectful, like he's not throwing the ball. And then now that he's doing bad, everybody is agreeing, like the boy is not progressing. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna talk trash about him. I think you need to sit him down, mm-hmm. sit him down. Let Mike White and let um um Flacco decide because like we, 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 it's an opportunity to go to playoffs. Mm-hmm. Don't waste it trying to find out what you got with him. Don't waste that shit. Yeah, look, I, I think there's there's too much talent on this yeah. team to to let a bad quarterback continue to play bad quarterback. I think you have some yeah. options that can yeah. play average quarterback at the worst. Facts, yes sir, yes sir. Yeah, too many weapons to be to us uh, over the ninety nine yards, and you had Mac Jones. They mm-hmm. have a weaker arm throw almost three hundred yards. Talking mm-hmm. about the damn wind. I was mad. I was mad, mad yesterday. Mad, mad. Dude, I'm so, watching. Uh, I'm watching Mac Jones. I'm like, he's. I'm not even like impressed with anything he's doing. It's not like it's far. Mac no. Jones to me feels like Mike White, like where it's like, oh, okay, you can yeah. you can win these games. It's it's very vanilla. <laughs> it's you know, I I don't think he's yeah, as talented that, yeah. as like an Alex Smith or or as a Jimmy G, but I think he's he's like a you know discount Mac Jones. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like, he's the blue light special. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Exactly. That's what it is. Exactly, man. You see. You see. To Zach down, Zach, Zach needs to, to watch. He needs to work on his character behind the scenes for real because like he'll mm-hmm. be, the more he you keep out there, you see his play is bad, and then you see his character is in question, and you don't want him to be hated. If you if mm-hmm. he's your quarterback, you don't want him to be hated. So his ass down, try to try to get the season right, mm-hmm. and then next year bring in somebody to compete with him. Stop mm-hmm. giving it to him, compete with him. Like back in the day, Carson Palmer sat down, came out was good. Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers sat down, came. Ain't nothing wrong with somebody down to develop them. Ain't sure. nothing wrong with that. Sit his ass down, develop his ass, right? If he's if he a guy, develop him. Don't keep him in there and let everybody kill him. Now we see him more and more. Like he's trash. You got Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore. These boys can catch the ball, though. Two mm-hmm. tight ends. They can catch. Yeah. Why they didn't get the ball, though? I ain't got to yeah. no win out on the line. Mm-hmm. Come on, the fuck out of here. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Trevor Lawrence throwing the ball every game. Mm-hmm. He might not be doing good, but he throwing the ball every game. Yeah, I want to see like 50 um, passes a game. game. Like just, just air it out. Just <laughs> let them work out all the bugs. Yeah, yeah, Jared Goff and Aaron out. They aired it out. They might not be doing good, but they aired it out. Zach, you can't even make a read. Yeah. Now, I don't want to call you trash, but come on, huh? Come I mean, on, I, huh? did you know. have you seen any of Nania's posts on Twitter with like the plays with receivers running wide open? Yes. Oh, yeah, dude, it's, it's, it's brutal. 
It's so bad. It's bad. Come on, bro. I know. So, so if you sit him down, who are you starting next year? Like, let let's say he had. Are you? If you're sitting him for next year, who do you want? I heard you always talking about Derek Carr and the trade calls and stuff, but if you were trying to win, yeah, it, 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 my first choice would be Derek Carr. Then if you got enough money for Lamar, mm-hmm. get Lamar, but you got to change the offense though, like because, like cause you still got mad weapons. Uh, is are y'all mm-hmm. Lamar is exciting, but he don't throw the ball good. Is he, is he don't be consistent? Like, like yeah. I'm scared about that. Like I, I, I want excitement, but I want to win as well. Yeah, Lamar scares me because it's. I, I think you can win. I think you'll be in the playoffs as long as he's healthy. I, I question whether mm-hmm. he can make the big throw when it needs to be made, and I question how long exactly. his play style can be viable and how much money you're going to have to give him. Because I can understand him saying, look, I'm looking at Deshaun Watson, dude's got 24 cases against him, and like I don't. I've been squeaky clean. I've been an MVP. Like I deserve that much money plus a dollar. <laughs> like at least. like, yeah, like yeah. I get it. It makes sense. But like it's scary as hell to pay him that much money. That's a That's a lot of money. I swear to God, like I mean, he deserves every cent. But like, as far as winning, I want to win. Like, I don't want no excitement. I want to win. Like, we haven't mm-hmm. won in a long time, bro. I want to win. So fuck all that. Uh, he's scrambling every game. Uh, I want somebody who throw the ball, manage the game, mm-hmm. and we win. Like our defense is balling out. Balling so let's say out. this. Like, I mean, like I, I'm scared. Huh? So talk to me. Let's say, let's say, Tom Brady mm-hmm. says, "Hey, you guys haven't beaten the Patriots in 14 attempts." You guys haven't won a Super Bowl in over 50 years. You guys are loaded with talent. I have a year left in me. Let's take Belichick down together. Let's get this Super Bowl. Let's break the uh, the silverback gorilla off your back, and let's uh, let's do this for one year. Zach sits behind me. He'll learn, and then we'll we'll give it another go in 2024 with maybe a little bit of competition. You doing it? I've been I've been a Jets fan since the most catching punts, man. I'll be hurt to say. I want to do that because Tom Brady is the evil god, but that's one of the things you fucking do. I swear to God. I swear, like I'm just saying. Dude, it's it's a weird. It's such. I know Jeff fans are gonna hate me for it, but it's it's such an interesting conversation because it's like as crazy as it sounds, it's not totally bonkers. It's just like super frustrating. It's frustrating. Hall of Fame game manager, a Hall of Fame game manager. I know, but if you have a Hall of Fame game manager with this defense, you. Could probably win a Super Bowl. You win a game. You <laughs> it win, could. It, you win a, come on now. Yeah, and there's you, something you that the there, there is something that would warm my heart, knowing Patriot fans had to watch Tom Brady win a Super Bowl with the hated Jets. Like, th- like that I would. Swear to God. Oh, it would just like it'd be a little like. I swear, I, I swear uh, yeah. It's so it would I, feel I, good. I, I, like I said, I, I respect. I respect. <laughs> Boom! You're out of here. <laughs> I think he was complimenting me there. Love it. That was a good call. It's a good call. Lots of passion in that one. What does Matt say? Matt says, why not try Strebler? You could try Strebler. I just, I don't think it's the right move. <laughs> I think there's a reason he's on the practice squad. Who we got? From Gary. Gary, what's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. Hey, how you doing, man? Dude, I'm trying to hang in there. This show. Love your, love your show. Love your oh, show. thank love you. Show. Much appreciated. You know, I'm going to tell you, I have been uh, a Jets season ticket holder for a long time. Mm-hmm. Just recently left the New York City area. I live in upstate New York now. And this sounds Ooh. familiar. I've heard this throughout the, the, the late 90s and to the mm-hmm. 2000s. And I don't want the kid to get into the game Sunday in the first pass that he misses. We're going to blow him. 
Oh, it's gonna happen, dude! It sucks. It sucks. It's gonna happen. The second he throws an incompletion, it's gonna happen. The Boo Birds are gonna be out. The Jet fans are out for blood right now. They are. They are. And you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really disappointed with the week off, mm-hmm. and I'm just, I'm disappointed in Zach, obviously. But yeah. you know something? They they could have came up with a better game plan. Mm-hmm. It seems like they ran it up the middle a million times. You know, can you get a little creative? You know, this, I know it's a windy day, but you on. know what this felt like to me, and I don't know if you watched the game or remember the game. There was a game in the playoffs where the Titans were driving. And I think it was for them to go to the Super Bowl, and they were afraid of Ryan Tannehill. And they clearly, or no, no, was it that game or was it Blake Bortles? It might have been Blake Bortles. I could be confusing the two. Uh, but there was there was a situation where they, the offense did not look at their quarterback and say, okay, go win us that game. You have the ball, go drive down the field. It was like, no, we clearly were trying to like win in spite of him. And that's what I saw from yesterday. Brutal. It reminds me of, and I just want to, I kind of agreed with you before I heard what you said. I mm. thought you were going to say uh, the playoff game with the Steelers. Oh, yeah. Know, just running the ball up the middle, falling in the knee, taking the yep. knee, falling in the middle. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just, you know, they, they have to better get, you know, hey, the kid has to come along. I didn't like the way he reacted. But, mm-hmm. you know, something we have to support him. If we don't support him and, and, and don't put a good game plan around him, he's not going to succeed. And, I we're in. We're all in. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think we're all in for now at least. You know. Yeah, I, I mean, I think this year you kind of just have to see what you have in him. Like, I don't think there's any quarterback on this roster that has the upside that Zach has, even though he has an astronomically low floor right now. I just think Absolutely. you need to have some accountability. So if they bench him for a game oh, or whatever, of course. you know, you you figure it out and you do it. You know, I don't know. It's just I, hopefully. He can iron it out. I think there's going to be a lot of noise, and I don't know if he's going to be able to tune out the New York media, the social media. The, I, he's just going to get hounded. He better stay off his phone and out of the newspaper. Yeah, I, you know, I think that was his response. I'll be honest. That was kind of, I think he's a young kid. He doesn't get it. And he's like, yep, that's it. Move on. And yeah, I think I, I do. Kind of, kind of, you know, I don't know. I don't think he, he meant to do it that way. I purposely, I purposely do it that way. Yeah, I, I do agree with what you're saying. I don't think he intentionally meant to for that to be bad or taken the wrong way. I think it was yeah, a right. a self-awareness issue more than it was a malicious issue. And I think him not being self-aware of like he's not reading the room. Like the rest of the guys are clearly pissed. Like he is the issue with the team. <laughs> he has been right. all season uh, long. So like I think that's where I fall on it. Like I don't think Zach's a bad kid. I do think there's like you know, do you want to call him a little spoiled? And he's uh, puffing his chest out a little bit. He was big dog on campus at BYU. He's the number two overall pick. He's the good-looking kid drafted by the the New York Jets. He's going to be the franchise savior. He's the most talented kid in the you know our, our franchise history at playing at the quarterback position as far as like physical gifts go. Um, yeah, I think we inflated his ego a lot, and uh, you know it's all coming crashing down. And maybe that's why we've had success with veterans here as opposed to young quarterbacks like maybe the the formula is trading from like the 20s up to go get a quarterback because you have an established team so you're not drafting a a good quarterback to a bad team and then you also have an established culture um in place i don't know it's i I don't know where we failed zach like i feel like we've given him the talent i feel like we've given him the coaching like clearly the coaching is good 
don't know. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they're they're they're, they're on point. I, I just wish they gave him a bit more for this week. And I don't know, I, you know, I know that you know. I, I wish Elijah Moore gets involved more. Maybe the, the, a double reverse or something. You know, something a little more creative. I, you know, I know the Patriots are ready for everything, but one of those three-three games, I would have loved the team to take a shot towards the end zone or something unique. Or I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't take up coaching, but I do. I do want best. You know, I do want the Jets to win, and I and I, and I do hope. Uh, you know, we give them a chance to, to to hopefully be successful. Yeah, fingers crossed. I want to see something good. I want to see some good quarterback play at the tail end of this year, brother. Thank you so much for the call. You've been a Jet from the cockpit. Who we got? Who's up? We got like nine minutes left. All from Brunette. Hey, what's good, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. Hello? Hello? Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> I had a mic. Oh, well. Sorry, dude. Gotta listen. Call from... Back from Jersey. Hey, what's up, dude? Ah, sadness. <laughs> He probably hung up as soon as he heard me, like, almost be on the call with someone. That's all good. Who we got? From Hunter. Hey, what's up, Hunter? Welcome to the cockpit. Oh, what's up, Brian? I am feeling terrible right now about that. <laughs> well, talk to me. What do you want to see? Like, who do you think ends the game at quarterback for the Jets this Sunday? And... Who is the starter in 2023? 2023, it's got to be Jimmy G. Mm -hmm. I mean, it has to be. I don't care what we have to give up for him. He knows the offense. Mm -hmm. And from what I saw tonight, he can hit Debo Samuel wide open in the flat. Don't know why Zach Wilson can't hit Barrios or mm -hmm. Mims or any of our weapons. Jimmy G would thrive in this offense. And, I mean, we have arguably as good of weapons as the Niners. Like, he would have success. Yeah, I would take out if you I would say our team versus the Niners would be a very competitive game outside of quarterback like they clearly have us beat on the quarterback side of things. But like if you, you stack up the positions across the board tight end, they beat us with Kittle. Um, you can you could argue Brees versus uh, CMC, I think CMC has the, the longer track record of everything, but he's had injury history uh, at this point. And you look at the defenses. I mean, Bose is really good, and the, the defense is really good, but the Jets have a really good defense of their own. So, like, it's – I feel like you pluck him off the NFC, you send him over here, and it's like we're 49ers east. Yep, and that's all we need to be. And and with Zach, what's frustrating is everybody backs up keeping Zach because of the hope, because mm -hmm. of his talent. But sure. his character, what he's shown, mm -hmm. that's not a franchise quarterback, especially not in New York. No way. <laughs> in new york like mm -hmm. i called uh during the denver week mm -hmm. real hopeful saying you know i broke hopefully the curse is broken i bought a wilson jersey the last jersey i got was a sanchez jersey and <laughs> it looks like that curse is still going strong almost went to goodwill with that jersey today i'm so frustrated with him i mean dude it's, it's, it's sickening but it's bad right like i don't understand how it's kind of fallen apart so much and i i, I hope he has something there it's just the personality, I think he has the personality to do well in New York. I think he doesn't know how to handle criticism because he won at BYU. He's, I feel like he's always probably been the the kid 
that's you know gotten what he's want wanted and i think this is one of the yeah. biggest times he's ever had to go through trials and tribulations and he's just failing at it and i and i don't i again i want to reiterate i don't think he was malicious in his comments yesterday i think he's just not self-aware and i think there i think there's a clear difference there like if you talk to me 10 years ago I, I'm sure I would say something stupid and and like not even intentionally mean it, but I I'm sure I would I would do something like that. So I don't want to like rag on the guy too much, but his quarterback play sucks. Yeah, and I think one thing that might be going into it that I thought about is mm-hmm. Coach Sala has held everybody else accountable. Mm-hmm. Maybe Zach Wilson is frustrated because he, for his first time in his career, is being held accountable and doesn't know how to deal with it. Which yeah. goes back to another character issue. It's just Sala mm-hmm. and the team can't yeah. publicly be wrong about quarterback if this is their guy you know they mm-hmm. have to stick with the script and keep saying he's sure. our guy we're behind him but if mike white's able to complete a slant and see mims wide open down the field right down the mm-hmm. middle easy six points you've got to make the switch you owe it to the i mean like they were saying you owe it to the defense you mm-hmm. owe it to your weapons, and most of all, you owe it to us because we've been struggling so long watching terrible football. Yeah, get us a playoff win. This year winning game. Not a playoff win. Just get us into the playoffs. I just want to be, like, in the dance. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to yeah. go dance I mean, with any girls. It's fine. We'll just I'll, I'll, I'll look in from the side. I'll be like, oh, look, I am I got in. It's cool. I'll, uh, yeah. I'll see myself out. I'll be back season. next year. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and to start the season, I was on board with you saying, if only mm-hmm. we can be – you know, on the graphic at the end of the year in the hunt. Yep. And then we give up our chance to be the number one seed in our division. Possibly if mm-hmm. the Chargers played a little better, number one seed. So it's like my expectation has changed because I've seen how good this team is. Mm-hmm. And knowing that the weak link is him, I'm done. As a fan, I'm done sticking up for these young quarterbacks that. You know, I can say, oh, he's got the talent or the potential mm-hmm. to be so good when we can go and get somebody that's, like you say, middle of the pack. Mm-hmm. And we're going, like, we're AFC champion contenders every year. Like, I'm not saying we're going to win a Super Bowl, but mm-hmm. we are a team that everybody will look at preseason no matter what and say they are solid all the way through. They have a shot. Yep. I 100% agree, brother. Thank you so much for the call. That's it. You're you out of here. Ejected from the cockpit. Um, all right. So we've got four minutes left. I see Shane came in with a super chat here. I know everyone is out on him, but at this point, I'll even take a shot at Jordan Love next year. Um, this is the second comment we've had about Jordan Love tonight. And so I do my due diligence. Let me just see uh, what his contract looks like. So I, I was talking about Jordan Love when Zach initially got hurt in the preseason. I said Jordan Love. I said uh, Jimmy G. Did I say someone else? I thought I had three. Jimmy G. I have no idea who that other quarterback would have been. Either way. Um, so, Jordan Love, 24 years old, six foot four, 225 pounds. He is in his third season. After this season, they're going to have to decide on his fifth year option. Uh, he does have a year under contract next year. It would be $2.3 million. 
perhaps there's a situation where you get Jordan Love and it's the LaFleur brother connection that gets it all done. The Salah best man over in Green Bay uh, comes over here uh, or sends his his backup quarterback over here. Look, it's possible. I, I have not watched enough Jordan Love to make an educated decision on him. But when I have seen him, I haven't been thrilled. And for me... That's not the quarterback. Like, that's a quarterback trade you make at, like, the trade deadline this year to push Zach Wilson. I don't think that's a move I make next year. Like, I want someone more um, proven than Jordan Love. Like, I'd probably, I might even consider going Tannehill before I go Jordan Love or Jameis Winston before I go Jordan Love. And, like, I really don't want either one of them. Um, I'm not out on love, but I'm, I'm not, I don't think this team is, I think this team's too good to have love as the option at quarterback. That may be stupid to say, but I I think it makes sense on my side of things. All right. That was a solid call-in show. Really good. You guys had some great points, had some great questions throughout the beginning portion of this and throughout the, the whole night. Guys making some great points. It sounds like the Jet fan base is very upset and we're all feeling very similar. We saw the live stream yesterday. We saw all the reactions online. I mean, the, the memes and the the, the the posts on Facebook pages and, and forums and Twitter and Instagram and everything just blowing up. Jets fans are upset. Guys, we're going to go through this together. Misery loves company. I appreciate you hanging out and flying with me. Uh, I'll be here tomorrow with our buddies, Matt O'Leary and Green Bean. We're going to have Master at Work, the Patriots YouTuber, on for like the first five minutes. He's going to give us a little bit of a tongue lashing. I made the promise. I was going to rip him if he if we won, but we're going to have to take our lumps tomorrow. So it'll be fun. Eight o'clock, 10 o'clock tomorrow. Make sure you tune in. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. This is Jets Talk signing off. J-E-T-S!